Welcome to Sugar Pills, a practical guide to self-care, where your host, writer, actor, and producer Candy Washington helps you live a more joyful life with a cheeky dash of pop culture news. Be sure to subscribe, leave a five-star review, and join the conversation on Instagram at Candy Washington. Let's go. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Sugar Pills, a practical guide to self-care. As always, I am your host, Candy Washington, and I cannot wait to help you lead a more joyful life. So before we dive into today's episode, which is the true secret to self-confidence, I'm going to walk through you know, three aspects of really building true, unshakable self-confidence. And one of them is one thing that no one is talking about that I think is truly the essence of having unshakable self-confidence. But before we dive into that, if you need additional support, go ahead and check out our description box and our show notes. Whether you're watching on our YouTube channel, be sure to like the video and give us a subscribe. Or if you're listening on the podcast, be sure to check out the show notes. And also, if you feel so inclined, be sure to follow the podcast and get and rate, like, and review as well. But if you need additional support, um, you can pick up our self-love journal. And then I also have four courses that I just launched. We have the Art of Self-Love Masterclass. We have the More Than Enough, the Self-Love Course. And we have the Create Your Dream Life Course as well. That's around lifestyle design. And then we have the Bundle, which is the Self-Love and Lifestyle Design Course, which will give you lifetime access to all of our courses. And all of that is down below. You can also book some one-on-one coaching with me as well if you need it. So with that, let's dive into today's episode. So to me, true confidence can kind of be summed up by this quote by Bernard M. Barrage, which is, be who you are and say what you feel, because those who mind don't matter and those who matter don't mind. So it's really just about you taking accountability for yourself, expressing yourself freely for who you are and how you are, and not worrying about the opinions of others. So let's dive in. So the American Psychological Association defines self-confidence as a belief that one is capable of successfully meeting the demands of a task. But what if there's something missing from that definition that is the key to unlocking unshakable self-confidence, okay? Now, that is what this episode is going to explore. So first, comparison and perfectionism kill confidence. So in order to cultivate self-confidence, we must, we must first know what hinders it. So before we can be, you know, a fully self-confident person, we have to identify, well, what's keeping us from actually being confident, right? How do you go from not having confidence to having confidence when you haven't addressed where the low self-esteem is coming from, okay? So the two biggest threats to your confidence is comparing yourself to others and thinking that you have to be perfect. This is true because each of these, perfectionism and comparison, are actually fantasies that don't truly exist. If self-confidence is a belief that one is capable of successfully meeting the demands of a task, then how can you ever be confident if the standard of success is perfection and the validation of others? Because perfection does not exist 
No one and nothing is ever perfect. And also there's no universal idea of what perfect is. Perfect can change. My idea of perfect is different from your idea of perfect, from this other person's idea of perfect. So if your standard is perfect and perfectionism doesn't actually exist, then how can you be confident in perfection when it's actually an illusion? And that's what keeps you stuck. And that's what keeps you in lack. And that's what keeps you not feeling good enough because you're chasing a fantasy and you're also facing an illusion. Rather than saying, I am confident in who I am and who I am is enough. I am perfectly imperfect and it is what it is. And I define what the standard is for myself. That's true confidence, okay? And then when you have, you know, comparing yourself to others and the validation of others, well, we all know that you can't please everyone, you know, and people's validation changes. And and it's not something that you can actually, you know, acquire that's also an illusion or a fantasy you know today one person is happy with this the next day they're not with that you know people's ideas change their opinion changes their validation changes the goalpost changes so as long as you're seeking somebody else's validation for how you feel about you you're still chasing a fantasy because nobody outside of you can validate your intrinsic worth and value so if you find your self-esteem and your and your value and your worth and your lovability and the confidence in who you are and the opinions of others, then you're never going to have peace because you're always going to be chasing somebody else's validation, somebody else's opinion, somebody else's blah, 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 blah. You have to be the authority on you. You have to be confident in you. You have to be clear on your divine intrinsic worth, value, and lovability that no one can give and therefore no one can take away. And that's how you have unshakable confidence because your confidence comes from your confidence comes from you. It comes from within. As long as it comes from something outside of you, being perfect, other people liking you, other people accepting you, other people choosing you then it's murky. It's shakeable. It's changeable. You're chasing it. But when it comes from you, when you are the source of how you feel and think about yourself, then it's unshakable. Okay. Now let's keep going. So these negative mindsets also keep you stuck in fear. So the negative mindsets that you have to be perfect, and also the negative mindset that you have to compare yourself to others and be validated by others. It keeps you stuck in fear and the fear of not being good enough. If you believe that you have to be perfect, do things perfectly, or keep up with the Joneses, then your confidence will always be conditional, negotiable, and out of your control. So the way to take back of your control is to get that from yourself. You know, nothing is ever perfect and new, and no two people are the same. So basing your self-confidence on delusions and fantasies will keep you from ever reaching your true potential as a unique and perfectly imperfect human being. So it's time to let go of the false belief that in order to be confident, you have to be perfect or fit into a certain box. Now, I have some affirmations that you can use, and I love affirmations. They're, they're just 
such good tools that you can use in order to start to shift and cultivate a more confident mindset, right? So how do you go from thinking, I have to be approved by others in order to be confident in myself. I have to look like others in order to be confident in myself. I have to be perfect in order to be confident to, I am uniquely made, you know, I am who I am. How do you shift that mindset? Well, one tool is affirmations. And the way you can use affirmations is you can say them throughout the day to yourself. You can write them down. You can um, meditate to them. You could put them on, you can say them into like a, like a track or whatever, and, you know, have it loop while you listen to it. You can say them as you fall asleep in the morning. You can write them on post-it notes. You can print them out. So just affirmations are just what you are claiming to be true about who you are. That is what an affirmation is, is what you are claiming to be true about who you are. You can have negative affirmations and you can have positive affirmations. It's just, what are you claiming to be true about yourself? So you could walk around and say all day, I am not good enough. I'm not this. I'm not that. Blah, 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 blah. Those are also affirmations. It's what you're claiming to be true about you. You're claiming that you're not good enough. You're claiming that it'll never work out for you. You're claiming that you have to be like this, that, and the third. Or you could have positive affirmations. And I'm going to go through a couple And these are some of my favorites for confidence, okay? You can say, I am uniquely me and that is enough. That's an affirmation. That's who you're claiming to be. You're claiming I am unique and I am enough. Another affirmation. I believe in myself and my abilities. I am worthy of success on my own terms. Every day, my confidence grows and grows. I am confident and value myself. I am growing and learning every day. I believe in myself and my skills. I have the power to change the world. I have the power to change myself. I can do anything I set my mind to. I am confident in my abilities. I grow with every challenge. I gain wisdom with every setback. I am consistent in my work. So feel free to make them the your own and add new ones. But just being mindful of what you are claiming to be true about yourself can really help you to shift from a lacking mindset to a self-confident mindset. If you find yourself thinking thoughts that, you know, are rooted in low self-esteem, not feeling good enough, not feeling worthy, then break out your mantras. In your affirmations, you know, you can have them on your notebook. You can have them in your phone. And just whenever you start feeling bad about yourself, just break it out and just say, you know what? I am uniquely me and that is enough. I believe in myself. I love myself. I can do anything I set my mind to. And just keep repeating them to yourself until you start to feel better, 
and then you feel a little bit better and then you feel a little bit better. It's not about faking it till you make it. It's not about lying to yourself. It's not about being delusional. It's about choosing to utilize the power that you have to shift how you feel about yourself. That's really what it's about. You know, if, if you're out and about, just have one go-to mantra or affirmation that you have or one mantra or affirmation that you have, you know. Um, it could be as simple as I am enough. I love myself. I am okay. I am safe. You know, whatever it is, just have just have whatever affirmation that you can remember and just repeat it and repeat it and repeat it until you feel a little bit better and a little bit better and a little bit better. And you just keep doing that. And that's how you will shift to then having a more dominant mindset of self-confidence. That you are confident that you can take care of yourself. Okay. And that is a great segue into our next insight, which is mindfulness strengthens confidence. We just... to, um, sorry, I think something's happened with the Wi-Fi. Okay. So the negative mindset that you have to be perfect. And then also the negative mindset of comparing yourself to others, right? So now let's go into mindfulness strengthens confidence. So whenever you're faced with a task or taking a risk that requires confidence, take back control and power through mindfulness, so real life examples of tasks and risk that could that could um, could be, you know, it could be asking for a raise at work. It could be going on a date. It could be wearing a bikini, going outside without makeup. It could be starting a business, applying for a job, moving to a new town, making new friends, starting a hobby, telling people no, and so on. So there are a lot of different things, big and small, that can require confidence. You know, some people can go run errands with no makeup on, hair in a ponytail, and be like, whatever, I'm just going to go run errands. And there are some people who would never leave the house without makeup on. You know, they just won't do it. There are some people who have no problem asking for a raise at work. You know, I want more money. I deserve more money. The value I add to this company, I deserve to have more money. And other people, they get a pit in their stomach. You know, they wouldn't dare ask for more, you know? So whatever it is in your life, whether the task is big or small, where you need to have that confidence, you know, write it down. And then before taking action or overthinking it, I want you to take out your journal and then consciously make the decision on how you're going to redefine what doing this task or, you know, taking this quote risk successfully means to you. Okay, now I'm going to give you a very simple, concrete example of this, and it could be anything. It could be whatever it is you're facing in your life, whatever thing that you really, really want, but you're lacking the confidence and going after. So whatever that thing is for you, you can plug it in. But I'm going to use a very simple example of what I mean by this. Okay, now, for example, if your task or your risk or whatever it is, is going on a date, you know, so in your journal, on one side of the paper, write down your default definition of what a successful date is. 
because this is getting clear on what subconscious pressure you're putting on yourself that's actually sabotaging you from going on the date or putting yourself out there or whatever it is, right? So what is your default? What is your autopilot subconscious idea of what a successful date is? It might be, and it might surprise you because you might not even realize that your default mindset is sabotaging you. It could be that a successful date means you have to meet your soulmate, then you get engaged, then you start planning your wedding, and then you have a bunch of kids and blah, 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 blah. And that's what a successful date is. Whoa, that's a lot. That's a lot of pressure. That's a lot of stuff going on. That's a lot of things that are A, completely out of your control, and B, very stressful. You might not even know that subconsciously that's the pressure you're putting on yourself. And that is what is actually keeping you from taking that step, you know? So you want to cross it out. So this is a great exercise to give you clarity on why you lack confidence in doing something. You know, it could be, you know, asking for a raise at work. What is the default of this being successful? Oh, if I ask for a raise at work, success means that I get it and this, this, that, and that. Or it could be the fear of it not being successful is that he's, they're going to laugh at me. They're going to put me down. I'm going to get fired. I'm going to realize I'm not good enough, blah, 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 blah. You may not know that you have all of that stuff going on in your, in your subconscious mind. You may not consciously think that, but subconsciously, that's what's going on. So you want to write it out and then you want to cross it out. Okay. You want to cross all that crap out. And then on another sheet of paper, I want you to write down again, this is what a successful date is. And then write, I choose what a successful date means to me, dot, dot, dot. Okay. Now the core difference And I'm going to give you an example in a second. But the core difference between the two things is one, what is my default? What is my autopilot? What's going on in my subconscious mind that I'm not actually choosing? It's just there. That's the, well, in order for this day to be success, he he has to be my soulmate. We have to get married. We have to have the kids. We have to plan the wedding. You know, he has to be the one. That is so much pressure. And it's so out of your control. And it's not even what you're choosing. It's just your default. Now, the second exercise, the reason why this one is so powerful, is because you're using mindfulness. You're being present. You're being aware. And you're choosing. Well, what do I want this date to mean? What does a successful date look like to me? What is in my control to make this date, quote, a success, right? So that could be, this could be things like, well, you know what? I'm actually going to do my hair and makeup. I'm going to put in the effort to look really good. Might sound like a shock to you, but there are some people that, you know, they go on a date and they don't care. They just roll in how they roll in, whatever, right? But you're like, you know what? I'm going to do my hair. I'm going to do my makeup. I'm going to wear an outfit that I feel sexy in, I feel hot in. And, and again, you know, I don't mean like the date has to be about sex. I just mean it's about you feeling confident and attractive and, you know, good in yourself, you know? Another thing could be I'm going to go into this date with an open and positive mind. 
because some people go into dates. And again, I'm just using the date as an as a tangible example, but plug in whatever your personal issue is. Okay. Whether it's asking for a raise at work, whether it's, you know, whatever it is, making new friends or whatever it is that you want to find confidence in, you know, just insert whatever it is for you. But some people go into, you know, job interviews or on dates, thinking the worst, thinking they're not going to like me. This person is going to be awful. This person's going to be really boring. I'm not going to get the job. This date's going to suck. You know, all, men only want sex. Women only want money. You know, I don't have the qualifications for this job. I'm just putting the job stuff in as just an example, right? But what if you went with an open mind? Just I'm open to, you know, I'm open to meeting a really great guy. I'm open to meeting a really great girl. You know, I'm open to getting this job. You know, I'm open to being the their, their number one candidate. You know, I'm open to this interview going my way. I'm open to this date being fun. You know, that could be a success. Just choosing to have an open mind going into a situation that needs a little bit of confidence. You know, it also could be not bringing up your ex. That could be a mark of a successful date. You know, how many times do we go on dates with people and all they talk about there is, is their ex and you're like, God, you know, I'm looking for a partner, not trying to be your therapist, buddy, you know? So maybe it could be, I'm going to be mindful about what energy I'm putting out there. So I'm going to show up on the date with an open mind and I'm not going to talk about my ex and I'm going to be present and I'm going to be engaged in the conversation. It could be, I'm going to be a little bit more vulnerable on this date. You know, I'm not going to overshare, but I'm also not going to try and be perfect and pretend. I'm going to just show up as I am, just with a little bit of more vulnerability than I usually do. You know, I'm going to actively listen to my date. I'm going to show up and I'm going to be present. I'm going to be engaged. You know, I'm going to let them talk. I'm going to talk back. I'm going to respond. It's going to be good. I'm going to be open to it. And then those could be the marks of what a successful date means. Take all that other pressure off. Take back your control. For example, say you're going in for a job interview. Maybe success isn't getting the job. Maybe success is, you know, I'm going to go in and I'm going to be confident. I'm going to be a little bit vulnerable. I'm going to, you know, brag about myself a little bit about what my qualifications are because it feels good. And it shows that I have, you know, what it takes to be in this role. You know, I'm going to be open. You know, I'm going to I'm going to advocate for myself. You know, I'm going to ask about what the what the salary is, what the bonuses are. You know, I'm going to ask about what that the vacation hours are. I'm going to go out of my comfort zone a little bit. Because what we're really doing in this exercise is taking back control. When you define what success in any task, risk, or event, or thing that you are embarking on is, and whatever those success markers are, are things that you can actively control because you can't control whether or not you get the job. You cannot control whether or not the person you go on the date with is going to be the one. You cannot control X, Y, and Z. But what you can control is, how am I going to show up for this moment? How am I going to show up in this interview? How am I going to show up, you know, um, on this date? How And then for other things, how am I going to show up for myself? Those are the things you can control. And truly confident people are very clear on what they are in control of and what they are not in control of.
And that's why their confidence is unshakable because they know that they can be successful in what they can control rather than seeking validation and, and, and quote, success from things outside of them that are not in their control. That's why you can say, I am confident in who I am and my abilities because you're confident in what I can control, okay? And it just takes the pressure off of what successful means and it just feels lighter and easier. And with that lightness and ease comes self-confidence and knowing that you have the power to be successful on your own terms. That's why when somebody can walk into a room and they're confident, it's because they're not getting their confidence from, oh, do you like my outfit? Oh, do you think I'm sexy and hot? They're getting their confidence, their confidence from, I chose this outfit because I feel good in it. I, I, I look in the mirror and I love who I am. That's where they're getting their confidence from. They're not getting their, conf their confidence from your little compliments. They're not getting your compliments from your little, you know, pickup lines. They're getting the confidence from themselves, from what they can control. And that's why their confidence is unshakable. That's why whether you compliment me or not, I'm good. That's why whether you hit on me or not, I am good. Because I get my goodness. I get my confidence from me, not from you. It's from within. Okay. And you can repeat this exercise, you know, anytime there's something you want to do and you have, you know, fear or hesitancy or hesitancy around it, you can do this exercise. It could be even things like, I really want to get in shape, but I'm, you know, for whatever reason, not working out and I'm not eating right. Why not? You know, do the same exact exercise, you know, what is my default thinking of what getting in shape would be, you know, if I do get in shape, what will happen? If I don't get in shape, what will happen? What's stopping me from getting in shape, right? Write them all down and then cross it all out. And then do the exercise of, I choose to believe that I'm able to get in shape because dot, 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 dot. And then write them out. Do mindfulness, whatever it is, whatever that thing is that would give you that boost, that extra confidence, but that you have that fear and resistance, do the exercise, okay? Another key to being really confident in yourself, and this is something I love and I do all the time, celebrate your success, big and small. You know, so whenever you successfully embark on a task or take a risk or you get something done, celebrate yourself. It can be small, you know? Like, oh, today I went for a run, you know, or I went for a jog. I'm going to celebrate myself. You know, maybe you don't celebrate, you know, however it is, you know, just acknowledge yourself, you know, little things. Acknowledge yourself. You know, it's like, oh, I'm looking for a new job. And today I applied to three jobs. Acknowledge that. Celebrate yourself. Because every time you do little things, every time you keep your word to yourself, that should Instill in you the confidence that you can, that you're good enough, that you keep your word to yourself, that you're deserving. And when every time you instill that into yourself, you get a little bit more confident. Well, you know what? I applied to three jobs today. Tomorrow I can do four. The next day I can do five. Oh, I got this. This is easy. You know, the more you repeat stuff, the more you just go after it, the more emails you send, the more pitches you do, you know, oh, you know what? I chose to eat really healthy today or whatever it is. Or I, I signed up for a dating app. 
you know, whatever area in your life, you know, I went and I asked the boss for a raise or whatever it is, you know, whatever the little things are that you're doing, that's in service of becoming a higher version of yourself, celebrate those little things. It could even be, sometimes it's even as little as, you know, today I caught myself thinking negatively about myself and I chose to use my power and shift my mindset to feel better about myself. I use my affirmations. That's a win. You know, don't think that success and confidence only comes in the huge big thing. Well, I can only be confident if I look like an Instagram model. I can only be confident if I live in a mansion. I can only be confident if I drive a Maserati. I don't know what the car names. I can only be confident if I'm married. I can only be confident if I have all of this money. I can only, only, only be confident if, right? Mm -mm. You got to be confident now. Because when you're confident in who you are and you celebrate who you are and you acknowledge the little things that you do of keeping your word to yourself, when you acknowledge the little things that you do for yourself, then that leads to the bigger and the bigger and the bigger things. And sometimes it's a big thing to just choose to feel better about yourself. That's huge. To me, it's more powerful to say, I am choosing to love myself. I am choosing to be confident in who I am. I am choosing to shift my mindset from low self-esteem to high self-esteem. To me, that is more powerful, more meaningful, and more valuable than any car, body type, ring on your finger, money in the bank, any of that stuff. How you feel about you And knowing that you have the authority to choose how you feel about yourself. That's why all of the stuff we work on, the operative word is always self. Self Self-love, self-care, self-esteem, self-confidence, self-forgiveness, self-concept, right? Self-worth. It comes from within. It comes from yourself and of yourself about yourself. So celebrate your life. Don't wait to if, when, then I can be. No, you be right now in who you are and celebrate that and be confident in who you are. Be confident in your uniqueness. Be confident in being perfectly imperfect. Be confident in in being a human being. Be confident in you and be confident that that is enough, right? Okay. Now, our last insight, resiliency and self-compassion solidify confidence. So we first talked about what kills confidence, perfectionism, and trying to seek the approval and validation of others. As long as you're doing that, as long as you're trying to keep up with the Joneses, as long as you're trying to get other people to co-sign your value and worth, as long as you think you have to be perfect, you will never be confident. It kills it, okay? What strengthens confidence, what we just talked about, mindfulness, choosing to be the authority on yourself. You define what success is. You celebrate who you are. That solidifies your confidence through mindfulness. Okay, that strengthens it. What solidifies your confidence, this is what makes you unshakable, is resiliency and self-compassion. Okay? Now, in its simplest form, 
Confidence is the feeling of trust in something. Therefore, self-confidence in its simplest form is the feeling of trust in yourself. This is where a resilient and self-compassionate mindset comes in, okay? So self-compassion is the ability to be kind, gentle, and understanding toward yourself when difficulties, mistakes, and perceived failures arise. It is the opposite of being self-critical, judgmental, and harsh towards yourself when things don't work out perfectly, okay? So being self-compassionate creates resilience because you know that no matter what happens, whether the task or the risk or whatever it is, is successful or not, you can take care of yourself and this setback or quote failure won't break you. That's why confident people can try and try and try again. It's not that I'm confident this will succeed. It's I am confident that whether or not this succeeds, I am still okay. So if I go on the date and he's not the one, I'm okay. It doesn't mean I'm going to be alone forever. It doesn't mean I'm unlovable. It doesn't mean I'm not attractive. It doesn't mean there's something wrong with me. It just means this person isn't the one and I'm still okay, right? If I go for the job interview and I don't get it, it doesn't mean I'm stupid. It doesn't mean I'm not good at my job. It doesn't mean I'm not qualified. It doesn't mean I'll never have the money or I'll never get promoted. It just means this wasn't that particular job for me. Truly being self-confident is not equating your value and your worthiness and your love with a particular outcome. So no matter what happens, whether it's, quote, successful or not, you're still enough. You're still worthy. You're still lovable. You're still deserving. You're still going to get, quote, it, whatever that it is. This might not be it, but it ain't the end. And that's what unshakable confidence is. Whether or not this works out, I'm good. I can still take care of myself. I still know who I am. That's what true confidence is. That's why, what I, like I said earlier, when you someone walks into a room and they stand in their confidence, I don't need you to compliment me to feel good about me because I am already good. I got me. So confidence is not, I need this to work out. Confidence is, is I'm going to try because I'm secure in who I am. And whether or not this works out, I'm still good. That's what confidence is. Okay, now let's keep going. So this is the key, right? A resilient and a self um, compassionate mind to becoming a person who is self-confident versus someone who feels inadequate because through mindfulness, you know that you define success and success does not define you. Therefore, you have the power to change what success is. Sometimes success is just choosing to know that this too shall pass. And more importantly, through self-compassion, you know that your intrinsic value and self-worth are non-negotiable and do not change based on successes and failures. This is, again, why the most 
successful people. And the reason why we're using success and confidence is because confidence really is just the belief in your abilities, the belief that you can do something successfully. And what true success is, is knowing that you can take care of yourself no matter what. That's what true success is. Think about, um, what's his name? Steve Jobs, right? Think about the impact he's made on this world. You know, he's a, he, if you guys who don't know, Steve Jobs is obviously the founder of Apple, right? But he got fired from his own company. He started Apple, they fired him. And then they realized how much they needed him and they brought and then they brought him back and boom, we have, you know, iMac, iPad, all of this stuff, right? Now, if he would have thought to himself, wow, if he would have lost his confidence, wow, you know what? I thought I had all these great ideas. I thought I could change the world. I thought I could innovate on technology. But if all of these people are telling me I'm not good enough, if I am being fired from my own company that I started, wow, then I must be a failure. I must not be good enough. I must not have what it takes, right? I should just quit on myself. If he would have thought that, then we would not have all of the technology that his mind brought. We would not have all of the gadgets and the gadgets that we have now if he would have equated his confidence and his worth to failure or having to be perfect or the validation of others. We would not have, we wouldn't have what we have today. And think about any person that you think, wow, that person is, must be truly confident because look at all the things that they've accomplished in their life. You know, think about all of the modern day, not even modern, but all of the inventions, right? They have failed a million times more than they've succeeded because you are constantly failing until you succeed. But the only thing that gets you to the quote success is the confidence that I am still worthy. I am still good enough. I'm confident in who I am. I'm confident in my abilities. I don't equate failure to my worth. So I'm going to keep going. 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 I have the confidence to try again. And thank God those people had the confidence to try again. Because if those people did not have the confidence to try again, we wouldn't have all of the things we have. We wouldn't have the medicines we have, the technology that we have, the types of even foods that we have, you know, peanut butter is an invent, you know, somebody made peanut butter, you know what I mean? We wouldn't have all of the things that we have if a person decided that they lacked the confidence to try again. And that's what unshakable confidence is. Even if this doesn't work out, I'm going to try again. And if that doesn't work out, I'm going to try again. Because I am confident in knowing that every time I quote fail, that's information. Every time I don't make it, that's wisdom. Every time something doesn't work out, that's experience. So I'm going to take the lessons and the wisdom and the experiences that I now have from these quote failures, and I'm going to try again. Because if people did not have that unshakable confidence to try again, our world would look very, very, very different. We wouldn't have cars. We wouldn't have airplanes. We wouldn't have electricity. We wouldn't have clothes. 
because that's really what confidence is. I believe in myself enough to try again. And the way you get to that point to try again is exactly with everything we talked about today. Knowing it doesn't have to be perfect. You don't need other people to co-sign your value and worth. Mindfulness. You decide what success looks like to you. You decide who you are and what you want to be. And then resiliency and self-compassion. I'm not going to criticize myself. I'm not going to put myself down. I'm not going to think negatively about myself. Instead, when something doesn't work out, I'm going to I'm going to soothe myself. I'm going to take a bath. I'm going to write in my journal, what did I learn from this experience? How did it make me stronger? How did it make me better? How did it make me wiser? How can I do it differently next time? I'm going to talk to a friend. I'm going to do whatever I can to get back to that good feeling space. And then I'm going to try again. That's unshakable confidence. Value worth from me. And whether it works out or enough, I know that I can take care of myself. And then when I'm feeling good, I'm going to try again. That is true, unshakable confidence. Okay? So that is it, you guys. And then... What else is going on? What else is new, you guys? Yeah, so that is it for the true secret to self-confidence. And again, if you need any more support, then be sure to check out the show notes down below along with our description box. And we have some really great courses. We have the Art of Self-Love Masterclass. We have the Create Your Dream Life course. We have the More Than Enough course. And we have the Self-Love and Lifestyle Design courses and are all linked down below. You can also book some one-on-one coaching time with me as well. And be sure to grab our Self-Love Journal. Okay. So with that, also be sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel as long with the podcast, like, rate, and review, and share this with a friend because your journey to self-love and self-worth is always better with a little bit of support. So with that, you guys, I will see you next time. And thank you so much for joining me. Bye. Welcome to Sugar Pills, a practical guide to self-care. Where your host, writer, actor, and producer Candy Washington helps you live a more joyful life with a cheeky dash of pop culture news. Be sure to subscribe, leave a five-star review, and join the conversation on Instagram at Candy Washington. Let's go.